Welcome to the Hypnotic Healers Podcast, your home for insights and insider knowledge about hypnotic change work. With your hosts, control practitioners and hypnotists, Nicole Mazzucato and Anthony Gitch. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Hypnotic Healers. I'm Nicole Mazzucato, and as always, I am here with my friend and co-host, Anthony Gitch, all the way over there. Our usual disclaimer before we get started, neither Anthony nor I, nor our guests today are licensed medical professionals, psychologists or psychiatrists who do not make any changes or alterations to any treatments or medications that you're on based on the conversation you hear here today. Day. Take what you like and leave the rest. And while you're leaving stuff, you might as well leave us a like, a love, a thumbs up, a heart, a really good review. Share us around with your friends. Tell us how amazing we are. Send us a message. Leave us some feedback because that's always really nice. Yes, Hello, Anthony. Hello. How are you, sweetheart? I'm very good. I feel like we're seeing each other more often at the moment. I know us because we have been, dear. We have, we have. <laughs> we have been. We've been spending more time together and it's been lovely. It's been a wonderful start of the new year because of it. And I am excited. These are some folks that Nicole has been, every time we talk, she's like, oh my God, it's coming up, it's coming up, it's coming up. They're going to be on the show pretty soon. Oh my God, oh my God. It's like, all right, Nicole, relax, girl. Um, so I sent her some some volume and some Slight Xanax. exaggeration, but I am uh, excited. <laughs> <on the show. laughs> Everybody, I am happy to introduce... Um, Adrian and Susie. Um, these folks are from the UK. They are mentalist, hypnotist extraordinaire, and they work as a duo. Um, and I'm super excited to be getting to know them. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction, Anthony. Yes, lovely to speak to you. <laughs> it's good to have it's you here. <laughs> very good to have you guys. Just so I met you guys at the um, Jackwin retreat up in the Lake District in July last year. And it was amazing to see you guys because we obviously got talking. You guys are great fun. And you did a little private show for, for us there as well, which was exciting. We did. We did. That was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was great fun. It was great fun. So you guys go by Transcendent, um, which is your yes. mentalism, your mentalism duo act. That's um, right. And you also have your hypnotherapy business. Yeah. Yes, yes. that's that's correct. Yes. Yeah. Do you cool. do hypnotherapy together as well? Well, yes, we not 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 as a duo. We've never actually thought of that. That no. might be the next best thing for uh, hypnotherapy. But uh, yeah. we, um, we certainly run the business together, and we are two separate therapists uh, within uh, Clockwise Hypnotherapy. Yeah, which we thought is really nice because, as you know, some people might prefer a, a, a man, a male therapist, and some people might prefer a female therapist. And we've got different specialties as well, so it works really nicely. It's kind of like yeah. me and Nicole. Well, exactly. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> we just need to start a successful podcast and then we've got a date. No. How did you guys get into this into this weird, wonderful world that we find ourselves in? Well, that is a bit of a story, really. Um, well, we I guess it was both sparked because we're both big fans of Darren Brown. Mm, yeah, mm. we've been to see a number of his shows over the years, haven't we? And we've yeah. always been really fascinated by mentalism and, and that sort of act. So we, uh, I, I mean, I started to look into uh, how Darren Brown does his stuff about 20 years ago, but uh, but I, I stopped because I was, I found that uh, that the surprise that that wonderful surprise element was being um was being spoiled really mm. and i wasn't ready to give up that just yet <laughs> so i'm still being uh, still being good i still love that feeling of being wowed and surprised yeah learning too much sport it for you didn't it, it did it did <laughs> yeah. but then it got to about uh, five or six years ago when i thought no i've, I've got to learn this this mm. is just it just kept coming back and coming back. And I thought, no, I'm not going to go to my grave not knowing how this is done. Mm. So I, I started once more uh, to to research it and to, to uh, yeah, to do some exploration of mentalism. And, uh, yeah, that led us on this weird and wonderful path that we've uh, ended up on. Yeah, it's been – it's quite uh... – a strange sort of serendipitous story as well, isn't it? What it is, happened? It yeah. is quite bizarre. It's, it's amazing how the universe works sometimes. <laughs> and this is one of those perfect examples. Because when I'm obviously with, with my, my job, I, I'm an airline pilot. And with that job, it took me to Las Vegas many times. Very lucky uh -huh. to do that. <laughs> so I went to see the uh, best place in the US. 
<laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's, it's a very okay. interesting. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's leave it at interesting, shall Yes. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I went to see a mentalism show called Paranormal by uh, Frederick de Silva, who's a, a resident mentalist in Las Vegas. And uh, absolutely fascinating show. Absolutely loved it. And after the show, we did a meet and greet. And I went to just to say hi to him. And he looked at me and said, hey, hey, is that James? And I was like, what? <laughs> and I thought, no, my name's Adrian. And he goes, oh, you, you, just, you look just like James Brown, the hypnotist from the UK. And I was like, seriously? <laughs> well, I said, look, I am, a, I am a mentalist, but I'm not James. So we had a bit of a laugh and a joke about that. And uh, I said, look, you know, if you've got any time after the show, can we, can we have a little chat? Which, which, which he did. And I said a few things to him, which made sense. I wasn't just some idiot that was asking him, oh, how, how on earth do you do that? And that's fantastic. And we, we, got, we got along very well and had a little chat and, yeah, went our separate ways. Then a, a few months later, I found myself back in Las Vegas. I thought, well, what, what shall I do? I, I know I'll go and see this mentalism show again. So I went back to see Frederick. And once again, after the show, he, he looked at me and said, James. James, nice to see you. <laughs> and I understand you had James on this podcast. Yes, we did, yes. So, yeah. There you yeah. go. The, the two, they look quite similar. I can, I can see the resemblance. Can you really? <laughs> yeah. So, so again, uh, me, me and Frederick had a little chat and uh, we had a longer chat after the show. And uh, yeah, since, since then, we've become, um, myself and Frederick become really, really good friends. And he's, he's been the key really to helping us along this road. And mm. he's, been a, he's been an incredible mentor for us, giving mm. us lots of hints and tips of, mm. of what to do and, and how to get established and and certainly developing the initial type of act that uh, that we perform. Yeah, his show. Boy, I'll tell you what. Being able to create the initial act, you know, I, I think that people when they go and they see a show, um, I, I, they've got an idea that is just it, it seems so free flowing, right? When you do it well, I know that in putting together my first mentalism show, you know, I was, I, I, I had some misconceptions, number one. So I had to talk to some people to find out, well, Tracy Gray, I don't know if you know who Tracy Gray is, um, but she's a, she's, you Nicole knows who she out. is. She's yeah. amazing. Tracy's, Tracy's great. Yeah. Um, and, and she, you know, it, it's, I was, you know, thinking I've got to have this two hour show that I got to put together. And she's like, dude, She's like, no more than 50 minutes, man. She goes, leave him yes. wanting more. And I'm like, oh my God, that makes things so much easier. And then as I'm designing then the 60 minute show, even I'm like, fuck, okay, so this is going to be seven minutes. And then what if I, and trying to just figure out, well, then what am I going to put in here? And do I want it? And how am I going to, you know, and do I include it? it it's been interesting because I just now entered into the world of entertainment um, as far as hypnosis and mentalism goes this year. Okay, um, fabulous. And right. and so I really respect that ability to create something and to have those people to fall back on to help guide you. Mm. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, he, he was so inspirational, so supportive and helpful, wasn't he? And just Absolutely. really got our brains flowing with what we could do with it and and different ideas. So yeah, that mm. that was such a sort of amazing friendship to have struck up kind of almost by accident really because he thought you were somebody else I know, I know. <laughs> but i i can absolutely be be witness and testament to the fact that you two are just the epitome of elegance and and just real beauty when you're delivering your your show i mean it really that they, they you dress to perfection you both look amazing you look the part the the kind of the way that you interact with each other and everything and and you know you've both got these beautiful voices beautiful smiles just just really lovely it's just such a beautiful experience to to be in I the told audience. you she's just been drooling over today <laughs> for weeks <laughs> oh that is such a lovely thing to say nicole thank you thank, thank you for those I, kind Nicole, I yeah. can't wait to see your guys' stuff. 
You know, I oh, mean, it, it's, you know, I, I come to the UK now, I'll be over again next year and, and hopefully I'll be able to, you know, um, because anything I can learn and pick up and, and yeah, cause there's so much, oh my God, is there so much that you can do? It's kind I of have limited, a question. Yes. Yeah. I remember you guys saying, you know, that it was very difficult initially to because because people aren't very open about sharing how they do things and it it's not that easy to you know, people aren't just telling you, "Oh, I'm doing this and I'm doing that." And you you said it was quite difficult and you had to work a lot of stuff out for yourselves. Tell us a little well, bit about that journey. Well, it it was um the that's, that's a really interesting question because we're very limited to what we can give away, of course. Um, sure. it, <laughs> it, was, it was a case of uh, watching people perform and just, mm. um, I mean, watching Frederick's show in Las Vegas, um, I must have seen that show about 20 times. Mm. And every time you see it, you notice something new or a slight um, addition he'll have changed or something he's added or, you know, finessed it somehow. It's a real work in progress. And it's, it's he, he never told us how to do anything or anything, did he? He never no. gives away his own secrets. But no. almost just... Kind of hints. Points in the right direction. That's that's how I'd describe it. Just pointed us in the right direction to yeah, help us yeah. along our way, really. I mean, I don't know if you've ever done any card tricks, but there's there's certain things uh, that you can learn. You can learn, for instance, to do a, a simple card trick, but then performing the card mm. trick so the audience is entertained is a completely different story. Mm. Oh, so, yeah. So we we approach everything we do as the fact that we we're entertainers. That is our main job, mm. and we use mm. magic and mentalism to entertain people. So mm. you can be the world's best card magician, but if you don't know how to perform it for an audience, then it's going to fall right. flat and it's going to be boring for the audience. Mm. So there's there's two aspects of that that you've really got to to work on. Um, one one of the best things we did when we started this journey was record our performances. Yes, mm. and then watch them back later, and you realise that when, uh, what we think is good is absolutely dull as dishwater. Yeah, there might have been a moment in <laughs> you feel like you've lost someone's attention because it took longer than you thought, or mm. perhaps it doesn't come across that well on stage. When you watch it back, you can really finesse these parts and that's sort of how we learned really wasn't it the performance that you saw nicole was called our, our password routine and that i mean that took about three months of development um behind closed doors uh, of really intense practice mm. and then the first time we performed it we performed it on susie's family and and videoed it and we watched it back and thought we've got to go back to the drawing board mm. to start again. This is yeah. just, it's just not entertaining enough. Yeah. yeah so you know, I'm, I'm very glad for what you said, Nicole. By the sounds of it, we've done we've done a we've yeah. taken a few steps in the right direction to make it entertaining. And actually, I think we have even improved it since Nicole saw it. Definitely, quite a few stages. So right. everything's sort of a learning curve. You're never mm. the finished product. It's all the journey. It's really interesting to to record it, to study other people's performances, to to think about what other people did and perhaps try and get a handle on how did they make that work? How did that appear that way? And, and yeah, you end up kind of writing your own then and, and then it's original and it's yours. So, yeah. You know, and that journey. makes it more fun. It's like, do you guys know what color matches by chance? Color, color matches? No. Might, color, might color. by a different name. Um, uh, Picasso. Some people call it Picasso. It's, it's, it's being able to, um, you, you give them a, a, a box or, or a carton full of, of colored pens, pencil yeah. pens, and then you, um, they color the person in and then you have the identical match to it, um, ah, in the, oh, in right. the thing, yeah, yeah. right? Um, yeah. those, you know, they, they seem when you, when you watch them performed again, like I was saying, and Nicole even recognizes, and you guys were just saying every time I do something like that, it doesn't matter if it's just for one person or if there's six people in the room, it's like, there's a tweak that happens. Yes. Sure. 
Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it, and, and you just get, I, I don't think, it, I think that anybody who does that sort of thing for work, you're always going to be changing something up because you're always in a different headspace wherever you're doing it. Mm. You're in a different sort of environment, right? And you're in a different sort of crowd. You're going to use a different sort of fanatic depending upon who you're with. And it's going to, it's going to, and you might, by having to do that, you sometimes find like, well, that added something a little bit more special that I wasn't, that I, yes. you know, um, it, it can, it, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun exploration of what we can do. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And it is nice to sort of keep it fluid like that in a way as well, because whenever you perform something, it, it really does take on a different element depending on your audience doesn't it or your participant mm. or how yeah you get a different reaction from everyone so you've got to learn from all of those experiences I think yeah, so did you did did you kind of expect to become performers you know kind of a, a few years ago when you were thinking about this or, or exploring this and and how have your friends and family responded to the the kind of the shift <laughs> I certainly didn't expect to be a performer. No, um, no. I first started doing it just because we enjoyed doing it. And then I thought, this is quite cool. I'd like to show friends and family. And I just thought it would end up as that. Just a little, you know, thing that you could show your friends and family at gatherings and things like that. But But it just grew and grew. And in the end, you feel this compulsion to... I want to show more people. I want to show more people. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea of actually going on stage was completely terrifying to me. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Frederick suggested a couple of years ago to us that uh, you guys could make money out of this. And I, I looked at him as if he got three heads. I thought it was an absolute idiot. <laughs> but uh, it, it gets to a point when you learn this stuff that you, you, you can show friends and family, but to progress beyond that, you've got to show it to a live audience. You have. You've got mm. to go and take that risk and learn from your mistakes as you go through. Yeah. Because and, and family might just be very, very polite. Yes. <laughs> but a live audiences are not. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so it does get to the stage, uh, just from personal development uh, yeah. point of view, that mm. you, you have to perform this stuff uh, in for a live audience so you can progress beyond the boundaries that, uh, well, not that you set yourself, but, but the, there's, there's certainly a boundary there when you uh, perform for friends and family. You need to go beyond well, that. And you yeah. need to be able to, I, 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 and you may not agree with this, but I believe from my own personal experience, you need to be able to fall flat on your face at least once and then get back up. Because there have been times like um, there's, I, I forget what it's called, it's a prediction with, with the iPhone, right, where you're adding stuff up, toxic um, oh, yes. and, 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 you know, you got to remember to do the prediction before you grab the phone folks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I, I was witness it, to that. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise does it lose all of its effect? Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> but you know, and you just kind of laugh that stuff off and you go, all right, on to the next time. I won't do that one again. I, I will, I'll yeah. make sure next time. Um, you know, and, we've, and you, we've certainly yeah. done that. We've certainly done that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that that is the thing, isn't it? Something like that, you you don't do it again. You you, <laughs> it's a huge learning curve. So it's so valuable. You might just feel a little bit crushed at the time, but it's oh, fine. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's been a particular experience that you've had performing where it has flopped, and and how have you kind of pivoted in in the performance? Well, um, certainly that routine, that password routine that you witnessed, um, mm. once live on stage, um, one of the participants revealed what the, uh, they were thinking uh, just randomly. Just blurted it out. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, we were, we, you know, we, we sealed their, what they've written down in envelopes and I was taking the envelope and I said, you've written down the date. And she just shouted out the yeah. date in front of everybody. I said, that's really easy. That's just talking. That's not mind reading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make my job really easy. <laughs> but of course you were a little bit taken aback and think, gosh, where do we go from here? Yeah. So right. it was, uh, it was improvised for the rest of the routine really. And, yeah. and 
and just remembering the fact that we're there to entertain. So let's entertain people. Mm. So we we just made a big joke out of it and carried mm. on. And yeah, and, you were fantastic actually because you really did have a lot of fun with it and a lot of fun with her, and she you know laughed it off. And it really the audience seemed to love that, but it was completely off. Um, script and off what we were supposed to be doing yeah so that was massive learning curve because it gave us a bit of confidence that actually we can not everything is going to go the exact mm. step-by-step way you've you've performed it at home you've practiced it you've thought it through so yeah that that was that was good came out came out of that feeling wow that that's cool how we managed to turn that around so it's yeah good. it certainly makes you think on your feet i can <laughs> yeah. see this <laughs> I it must be even harder to to improvise when i kind of feel like it must be harder to improvise when there's two of you but then you've also got that kind of safety net of being able to bounce off of each other uh, sure sure yeah. Uh, yeah i i think Gosh, I was nervous enough the first time I went on stage. I wouldn't have wanted to do it on my own. My only thought was, at least I'm not on my own. At least Adrian's there to help me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, that that is a nice feeling, actually. That, that is a good point, because I, I don't think I could do uh, mentalism standing there on stage on my own. It, no. It's like mm. a security blanket, a comfort mm. blanket, having Susie there uh, uh, yeah. just a few steps away. So that's great. Oh, that's kind because of Because cool. we wouldn't want to do it on our own. It's this... Yeah, yeah. It's perfect being able to do it together. Yeah. Yeah, it's good fun. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's really nice. So, and tell us a bit about clockwise hypnotherapy then. So, what came first, mentalism or hypnosis? Uh, it was the mentalism first. Mm. Um, we wanted to learn hypno- hypnosis uh, for the mentalism act. Yeah. Mm. Um, for stage shows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um, it was it was a chance meeting with a friend at work uh, in the airline industry. Uh, who I remember speaking to him years ago about hypnosis, and he and the people who he learnt from were Anthony and Freddie Jackwin. Mm-hmm. And I I randomly sent him a text message saying um, his name's Den by the way, Den Lathwaite, really nice chap, just saying, look, who who are these guys that you learnt hypnotherapy uh, hypnosis uh, from? I can't remember. And he, he sent me a wonderful text uh, detailing all the uh, all the names and everything. And um, I turned up the next day to do a flight, and there he was. We were flying together. I didn't even know. <laughs> and you don't see people for years sometimes at work. So it was another really strange coincidence how it all kind of fell into place at exactly the right time. Yeah. And um, so we, we had a wonderful chat on that trip, and he gave me all the information about uh, Anthony and Freddie. Uh, told me about the the Manchurian approach, which is one of uh, Anthony's DVDs, uh, and then um, that was the last trip I did before lockdown hit. So oh, wow. we suddenly had all of this time mm. um, together, uh, which is incredibly rare for us, I must say. Yes, <laughs> and um, we needed to we needed to fill that void of something to do. So that that was when we researched how to uh, learn hypnosis from Anthony and Freddie. Uh, I managed to get a copy of the Manchurian Approach DVD off, mm. off eBay, which is wonderful. I studied yeah. that relentlessly. <laughs> it, I studied it, wrote notes on it, watched it about seven times. And then uh, we got deeper into lockdown and we thought, hmm, this is interesting. Perhaps we should um, arrange another form of income We can uh, so we can actually survive. Yes. So we thought about uh, how about hypnotherapy? Yeah. And that's when uh, we joined, or I joined cohort one with uh, Anthony and Freddie Jackwin. Yeah, and I joined and shortly afterwards because I was still waiting for my furlough announcement mm. to be extended before I could commit to it. Um, as soon as I got that, I joined the next cohort and there we were off and running. So we we thought hypnotherapy would be amazing because what a skill to have to be able to help people as well. And it seemed an awful lot of people needed our help at that time. Sure. Sure. With anxieties and all sorts of things uh, that that lockdown brought, so um, it it just seemed again a strange turn of events that led us down that path. But it was perfect, wasn't it? It was. And then, of it course, was. we met you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love. <laughs> so, where's the focus? Where what what are you are you kind of spending more time building the mentalism act or are you focusing more on the hypnosis or, or kind of both where where are you focusing 
Uh, right now, we are focusing on the mentalism. Mm-hmm. Um, we are shortly uh, going to uh, start concentrating on the therapy side of it as well. So we, we both got the websites up and running. That was a big first step that we needed to accomplish. Um, we're now concentrating on social media for the act. And then we'll go on to concentrating on social media to build up the therapy side of it. And we're hoping the two will kind of feed off each other as well. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to throw something in here for you real quick. Just okay. in, I, I will tell you, use the reason that I decided to learn mentalism was to help build my therapy practice. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you need to look at it in in a different kind of way. You already have an audience of people who want your help because they know, trust, and like you already. You've already demonstrated to them the power and the wonder of their mind. Now you can help those same people to create the changes that they want. You've got a built-in clientele. Well, already that is a brilliant way of looking at it yeah and absolutely hope that that would um as you say kind of feed into the into the therapy side of things because well yeah i mean you're demonstrating the power of the mind yeah. to people all of the time right yes. I mean, sure. and you know being able then to show them that you already have the ability to tap into that now let's show you how you can use that to better your life. You've got mm. that, you know, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I've kind of started to do the mentalism thing is because I needed something that was more my style to go out there and build my therapeutic practice that just wasn't running Google ads or referrals, right? I, my, my, my theme this year that I've decided is a man cannot live by referrals alone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. This is what I've decided. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, you guys, you've got that built in. I would say, I would say lean into that hard and heavy. Mm, Sure. That's great advice. Yeah. I mean, sort of last year, we did spend a lot of our time, didn't we, perfecting the act, working on it, doing as much work as we possibly could, promoting it. This year, we kind of, now we've, we're going to, reveal something um oh yeah that that's right Yay. On. um <laughs> so we feel that we've kind of got there now and we've built up to this big reveal and um and then hopefully 2023 we can carry on with that we've got some other great ideas we and do. more of the act but also more of the therapy side as well so a little bit more balanced hopefully yeah, well, yeah. Well, so now you've got me excited i want to hear what this big reveal is <laughs> well, my goodness. Um, yeah, in summer this year, we recreated a stunt which has not been done for how many years? Over 60 years. Yeah, we recreated something which, uh, well, we're quite proud of, I must say. Yeah, it <laughs> seems like a real challenge and something that people could get excited about because it's not been done for so long and it's not been there was no video footage of, of of it all that time ago so we wanted to show people so <laughs> what, what is this what is this yeah so uh, hang on before before we go into it we just want right. to just want to kind of really tell our audience that adrian and Susie are dropping a major exclusive here on hypnotic healers podcast they yes. have a film that's going to be released on youtube on the 17th of january and we are very very excited for them to share what they did so drum roll please (laughs) (laughs) that's right this is the first time we are telling anybody what we've done so you do have an exclusive (laughs) well this was absolutely this was years in the making we didn't think we'd be able to pull it off but we managed to get all of the all of the strings of pull all of the strings didn't we strings (laughs) get everything in line so in the summer what i did was I flew an aeroplane blindfolded. With people <laughs> on it? Well, with, with one other with pilot. With one other person on yeah. it. Right, it okay. <laughs> it was a light aeroplane. There was uh, just myself and an instructor on board. Um, I was blindfolded right from the beginning. Um, the uh, Yeah, what can we say about that? The other pilot was chosen through a series of hypnotic uh, tests. 
this was a small training airplane. Um, there was no electronics involved, no autopilot whatsoever. Um, so uh, I was blindfolded before the engine was turned on. Um, we taxied out. And what we did before we, we took off, we, we chose uh, one of the pilots from three who gave the best hypnotic uh, reactions. And we put them through some muscle reading tests. I'm not sure if you heard about muscle reading. So we, we, we tested their ability, chose the best person who was giving the best subconscious signals. And what we did was uh, we had that pilot rest their hand on my shoulder to give me muscle reading signals. So no verbal communication whatsoever. So just using muscle reading, I managed to fly an airplane, take off, fly around and land successfully on the first attempt, because we only had one attempt, mm -hmm. <laughs> by blindfolded by only receiving uh, muscle reading skills from this pilot. So no verbal communication whatsoever. Taking wow. off, taking off, flying and landing blindfolded. That's impressive. Just flying blindfolded. I'm like, come on, give me more than that. You've been a pilot for how many years? You damn well better be able to fly blindfolded. <laughs> wow. Wow. And did, the, um, did awesome. the other pilot know what he was getting himself into or was he hypnotized into it? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a she. It was one of my friends, Shona Bowman. Sorry. Um, she didn't know. No. So it's all revealed on the film. She thought she was there just to partake in a few psychological tests uh, together with the other few pilots that were there. Uh, but she did not know um, the results. And the yeah, the second stage of the uh, psychological test was to sit with me blindfolded flying around in an aeroplane so that's one of the best that's... bits of the film is when you tell her what she's going to have to do you should see her face <laughs> that's pretty cool that oh is pretty gosh. cool oh and i can't so wait to you're, see it you're only <laughs> releasing this on youtube i'm yes. surprised i'm surprised that that hasn't been picked up by some that's gonna you know where that's gonna take you guys right that's gonna go viral that's you know, going to be amazing you know. for you guys. That is so cool. That is really cool. The fact that you've in, in, incorporated the muscle pieces into it, that that's really cool. That's going so to be cool to watch. So what's the YouTube channel where people yeah. can, can yeah, 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 see yeah. it? Uh, it's on our, our YouTube channel, Transcendent Mentalism. Um, so you can seek us out there. We've got a few little taster videos running up to that. Yeah, there's a few fun little things on there, yeah. aren't there? So um, to give people an idea of what we do. Um, and then on the 17th, uh, that film will be released. Oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's it, it, transcendent it's mentalism, yeah? That's Tra right. Transcendent mentalism. Yeah, if you look that up on YouTube, you'll see us. All right. With mm -hmm. several videos. I mean, we we must say that the blindfolded flying um, it was a it was a big team effort. It, we couldn't have done it without some very very special people. Um, we we uh, we had a lot of help from Airability, which is a disabled flying charity, which gives mm -hmm. anybody with any disability the the magic of uh, experiencing flight. So oh, they were right on. So they they live just up the road from us at an airfield called Blackbush Airport. Um, they were they were wonderful. They let they lent us uh, gave us the use of their facilities, their aeroplanes, um, and they were wonderful. So a big shout out to uh, Aerability there. Yeah, and, and then obviously the pilots. You needed to have um, people that you trusted that you knew were obviously top pilots. Um, so you did know them all, but. Um, they didn't know what was expected of them. They just turned up, gave their time and thought we were just doing some psychological tests and a bit of hypnosis for fun. And then to spring this on them and choose Shona, that was that was the, the most entertaining part because she had no idea and her face was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the people behind the camera as well. There was there was Jake Francis who filmed it all and uh, Laura London, who's a, a famous magician. She was um kind of the magic consultant on on this so she was she was a fabulous magical director really yeah, um to help yeah. us to put it all together but then when we watched it for the very first time because obviously you do this and you know someone's filming it but 
you don't know what it's going to look like on film. And so when we watched it for the very first time, it was incredible because Jake's done such a great job. He's 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 fantastic at, at capturing capturing what we did and it's all in there and, and the storyline and getting the pilots' Amazing. reactions and everything. So it's 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 a really good fun thing to watch and we really Amazing. loved doing it. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And you say this was a, a recreation of something that happened 60 years ago. So who who was it that originally um, did this? Um, it was two magicians called um, David um, David Burglass and John Calvert. Um, they both um, did this, um, but there was no... Um, there was no video recording of it so um but they both did that successfully sort of in the 50s and 60s so um and they were kind of iconic amazing legendary magicians and the idea that we could recreate something that hasn't been done for for so long and and, yeah, and following their, those two yeah, yeah following their footsteps was just yeah incredible so um yeah really something we were very excited to do well, good oh, for you. Congratulations. That's so That's wonderful. Awesome. I'm so excited to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's And now we're already it... thinking, what can we do next? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're already planning the next one. So, yeah. so this might set Oh, are you really? No. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I have to admit as early on when Nicole was like, be quiet, Anthony, let him tell you what's going to happen. Uh, what was <laughs> I saying? It's like, really impressed me. Show me you're going to take off, fly and land by wire. And that's exactly what you did. So yeah, talk about freaking impressive because <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was um, certainly a, a, a risky thing to do. And, um, you know, you had to get permission from the CIA and yeah, yeah it, but yeah. But it all came together. It all came together in the end. It all came together. It's yeah. such a great experience and, and a really fun challenge for us. So it's we a are challenge, but not one I wish to repeat no. anytime soon. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then Susie, how did you feel about watching Adrian go up in this plane and 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 doing this? Because I, I would assume, I assume you're on the ground while this is happening. Is, I was. Is there I not was a part of your stomach that's like? Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And you see that on film as well. But uh, I'm obviously knew that he was a fantastic pilot and a fantastic mentalist and and trusted his his talents in those areas. But of course, this is something that hasn't been you've we've not done before. It's there's a huge amount of risk involved. So, yeah, that that was a, a, a nerve wracking moment. <laughs> yeah, anytime you've got um, a mechanical yeah. Uh, a mechanical teammate, there's always a heightened level of danger associated with that. I mean, that's, that's a given. Sure. It's, it's, you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's an unpredictable, um, I mean, as predictable as, as humans can make it, but humans are humans. Mm, and, yes, and, absolutely. and uh, yeah, so that adds a piece to that that is, in my mind, um, having lived with a pilot, um, that adds a significant level of danger to that. Um, sure, sure. And what about you, Adrian? Was there? A, I mean, how did you feel when you were going through it? It, it was the most bizarre experience. That's all I can say. Um, it was, I, I had a blindfold on, which was tied very tightly by Shona, I must say. <laughs> I couldn't actually get it off at the end. And then I had a, uh, a kind of a, a black bag over my head as well to, to kind oh, of cut God. out any vision from below the blindfold or anything like that. So it was, I was completely in the dark. It was on one of the hottest days of the year last year. <laughs> so I was incredibly hot and uncomfortable. And to have your sight taken away, which is the the uh, the thing that you use most when you're flying, um, mm. was so disorientating and and even just taxiing out. I was thinking, I'm not sure I can do this because mm. uh, it was it was just the most bizarre experience. Mm. But once Shona put her hand on my shoulder, and I just thought, right, I've just got to tr put all my trust in Shona. And Shona was, I, I don't know what you know about muscle reading, but you the participant has got to want you to do it. So they've got to want mm -hmm. you to succeed. And I trusted Shona would do that. So I will get all the correct subconscious signals. And I just went with it. And I just, yeah, oh I gosh. used all of my 30 plus years flying experience and all of the trust I had in Shona. And I just took it nice and steady. 
And yeah, it, it, it worked out perfectly. Yeah, she'd have to want you to succeed, right? She's sitting next to you on the airplane. Vested interest, yes. Yeah, Yeah, that was nicely set up there. She was never going to want you to fail. Yeah, this is true. (laughs) Very true, very true. Wow, I'm sitting on the edge of my Pilates ball here. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very, very exciting. Well, I'm I'm really excited to see it. Yeah, we can't wait for you to see it. It'll yeah. be really interesting to see what you have to say about it. Yes. <laughs> well, I know I'll be sharing it. Yeah, I know a lot. I know a lot of pilots. I, um, oh, great. Yes. They will be so interested, yes. won't they? I, I, yes, I will be sharing it with them for sure. My, my, <laughs> my, my, my dad used to fly. Um, my late partner um, was a pilot. Um okay. I've dated three other pilots since then, and I don't go looking for them. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any anybody who who does that kind of work for a living, um, even the, the the stewards and the stewardesses, there's a certain personality type that um, goes. It's with cabin people. crew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, okay, so the cabin crew, and, and that's that's fair enough. But you know, there's a certain. There's an attitude and uh, I don't know, there's a certain spice that is in every single one of them. Um, you just, it's just a little off, um, you know, um, and, and it's, 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 it's not a bad thing. Right. Um, we've been a little off many times. haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> did you, you know, guys, you, did you guys meet at work? We did. We did. <laughs> yeah. Right on. That's fun. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's cool. But yeah, there's there's certainly a, there's a trait that goes mm. with people in that in that industry. Um, yeah. You know, because we're really kind of adventurous people, aren't we? And mm. um, like a challenge. So yeah, yeah. yeah. apparently so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you don't mind taking on responsibility. You don't mind mm. the things, you know, being able to, and, and those are all the things that come with that, with both of your jobs. I mean, you know, yeah. you, you both got other people's lives in your hands on a regular basis and that's not something to hold lightly, you know? Absolutely. Um, yeah. 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 Very true. Very true. So a final question that we do like to ask all of our all of our guests who come on the show is a an experience it could be with a client it could be as you've been building your business your practice your what your your performance um sorry your your yeah your mentalism show something that kind of went a bit wrong or you come away from a session or a business decision you're like oh yeah no that 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 wasn't quite right and wouldn't do that again and this is what we've learned from it so do you, do you guys have a, a, a story, a shared story or, or, or each a story that you can, you can share with our listeners? Um, certainly from the act, I would say don't work with very, very drunk audiences. <laughs> <laughs> they can be a bit of a challenge and a handful. However, it's a wonderful learning experience is a wonderful learning experience working with uh, audiences who have perhaps had a few yeah. too many. <laughs> Um, but they I give you a few challenges. Don't yeah, they? yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't make a habit of it. No, that's something we learned quite early on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We did. Uh, we did. We did. Perform it's funny you effect. should mention that. Go on. Sorry. Oh, really? <laughs> I went we when I went perform. to see um, Darren Brown last year. I don't normally drink ever. I went with a friend. We went out for dinner, and I had one little cocktail, and that was enough to wipe me out almost. <laughs> and as we go into the show. Darren is now kind of kind of eliminating audience members. He's, you know, if you this, if you this, if you that, if you if you're drunk, and I was like, oh shit, only had one drink, <laughs> and I had to sit down and was now eliminated from the audience in the show. Oh, so. <laughs> oh that's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, but um, we we did perform uh, on this one lady who was very well, incredibly drunk. I don't know how she was actually still standing. It was but, her birthday, wasn't it? It was, it was. So she did have a good excuse to uh, partake in alcohol, and uh, g- fantastic, good for her. But um, yeah, we asked her to write something down, and um, when we revealed this thing, uh, she couldn't remember. She couldn't remember writing it. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't remember. <laughs> Remember writing it? She couldn't remember what we what, what she, couldn't she remember wrote. Writing anything, in fact, could she? No, 
<laughs> well, then that at least gives you something to play off of. Yeah, <laughs> it was very entertaining for the rest of the party. It so. was. It was. It was very funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Beware of, uh, yes, beware of drunk audiences. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's... for me, one of the things I kind of learned was the first time we went on stage, I was unbelievably nervous. It, it was the most frightening thing I've ever done in my life. And I was wow. uncontrollably petrified. And at that point thought, I'm never doing this again. I'm never doing it again. I'm never, ever, ever going to do this again. And then did it and had such a good time and, and enjoyed it and really enjoyed the fact that I'd really put myself through something different, challenged mm. myself, really, really mm -hmm. pushed myself like I've never done before. And that for me was um, a real decision then because I came out of it and thought, now you said you were never going to do that again. But actually, is that a sensible decision? Because you should challenge yourself and you should. Mm. And so I made the decision to keep pushing myself. And yes, I still get a bit nervous. But do you know what? You can, If you can overcome something like that, it, that, that was a real challenge for me. And, I, and I've made myself overcome stage fright. So... Well, you know, good for it. you. Good yeah. for wow. you because, you know, that ability to, you don't want to step out there without a, a bit of that nervousness, a bit of that anxiety. It's what helps to create that extra clarity for other people in the show because it adds mm. that little extra piece, right? Yes. Um, at least as, as somebody who has has done stage stuff it's like i always want that little extra it's just electricity because it, it yes, just kind of keeps buzz. you on your toes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it adds to everything it creates yeah, a deeper bond yes it, it's ha having that buzz now and being able to really enjoy that mm. um and uh, as opposed to crippling anxiety about it right if i had just given up there and then I'd miss out on all of those fantastic experiences where you get to make people happy. We entertain mm -hmm. people, people enjoy it. That's something mm. to really enjoy. And that's what I kind of concentrated on rather than how I feel, how, how I'm feeling, yeah. how nervous I am, was just to turn it around and think how much are they enjoying it? Take the um, onus off me a little. And it really helped and, and that's a great reframe so now I'm, mm. yeah yeah so um it was a way of thinking of it and now I just enjoy that buzz so it's transformed nice. it for me. yeah nice <laughs> and I suppose that Not that bad. element that you were talking about before Adrian of oh you know it's kind of losing its magic because I know what's going on maybe that I, I kind of imagine that the magic has kind of turned in on itself so it's like the the magic is what you're creating for the audience rather than what you're kind of your insider information that, that that's right yeah the the buzz i get from it and the the drive that i get from it is now um creating a, a wonderful performance for the audience it's, yeah it's that creative process it's it's that that mm. gives me that drive and that buzz yeah it's um, seeing those reactions isn't it yeah that's, yes that's really the reason See, for being yeah <laughs> seeing seeing the faces i mean people turn back grown adults turn back into children when they see they this do. kind of thing yes they're just completely <laughs> bamboozled and amazed my so. landlord yeah. my landlord he's like i don't know if i don't know about you anthony he just says you're just because every time he comes over i'm like hey mike check this out and he's <laughs> <laughs> and now he's he loves this stuff he's he's in his 50s and he's just like, oh my God, how'd you do that? How'd you, <laughs> how, how, how'd you do that? And my response is always the same. Apparently pretty darn well. <laughs> I love that response. That's a great, that's a great comeback. <laughs> do you, do you still get to go and see shows and 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 kind of be like, oh, how do they do that? And, and still have that sure. kind of element of wonder. Yes, we love it. We love watching other performances, don't we? We went to see. Um, we went to see Darren Brown. We went to see year. Darren Brown, of course. Yeah. Um, and he's, huge he's, fans of him. He's a genius, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. a master at work. So he's always great yeah. to watch. 
Yeah, and there was a few things in there where we're thinking, how 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 did you do it, or how could we do that? Yeah, is pretty much yeah. how we think about yeah. things now. And we saw um, Banner Check in Vegas as well, didn't we? Did. we? Oh, yeah. how did you like that? Yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, he's just uh, he's one of the legend, one of the he? ones. <laughs> yeah, he's so the legend. Yeah, to watch people like that is is always fantastically entertaining and and just mm. yeah really inspiring so sure. yeah, we, we without without, re- without revealing anything there was definitely a part in Darren Brown's The Showman that I was like what the hell just happened there I think <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you know what I'm talking about without revealing any secrets around the show yes. but no. yeah <laughs> I, yeah I think I think we we know what you're referring to yeah. there so yeah he's incredible aren't they and it's yes. that level of intrigue that that he, we you can think about it for months afterwards, can't you? Oh, yeah. It still fascinates me. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. But once you figure it out, you should, I know with a lot of the things I've done, once you're like, you're like, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <Which>, what? <laughs> <laughs> Which is where the beauty of the showmanship comes exactly, in. Because you hide exactly. it so intricately. <laughs> Uh, exactly well i want to say thank you again so much for 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 coming on the show i'm glad that nicole invited you guys it was a real pleasure to meet you and i look forward to hopefully when i'm over on that side of the pond um coming and checking you guys out i think you've got a lot to offer um that would be a blast to watch (laughs) yeah we can't wait to show you so um yeah yeah, Yeah. that would be be wonderful yeah (laughs) Yeah. And and one of these times, since you're both in the industry, you should be able to make it over to HypnoThoughts here in the UK. It's in Las Vegas, you know, oh, and cool. we have some amazing mentalism people that show up there every year. So have either yeah. one of you been to the mentalism convention that they have? No. Not yet. Did no, you? but actually... it is on our radar. We yeah. would love to attend. Together yeah. with HypnoThoughts. Yeah. Is it July this year or June? I, or, I can't tell July. Remember. July twenty first, July twenty first to the twenty third. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm. I'm eyeing that up. I'm trying to get a trip there uh, with work, so I can. Mm. Actually, well, if you're there, so. make sure you make sure you 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 look me up. I'm teaching on Saturday, Sunday, and then I've got. I, I believe I've got a post conference class that I'm doing for four days as well. So. Fabulous. Oh, wonderful! Fabulous. Yeah. yeah. And next time we're in Seattle, we'll come and see you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. 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 Um, and it was hi. a real pleasure to meet you guys. You Absolute too. Pleasure to meet you too, Anthony. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you guys so me. much for coming on. It's been great. It's been really, really fun to to have you guys on, and I look forward to catching up with you guys in person again. Yeah, but- always lovely to speak to you, Nicole. Thank you so much, Nicole. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, I hope you enjoy the film on the seventeenth. Yes. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Take care, everyone. We will be back. Thanks for listening to the Hypnotic Healers podcast. Don't forget to leave us a review and follow us on Facebook. You can also join our mailing list at hypnotichealers.com.